And crib outside the city, I don't feel safe in my ass Took so many years, I'm just waiting for the wins I'm in debt to no one but the one who took my sins I do it for real, there's no reason to pretend If I do it once, I do it again Add it up, add it up. bankroll, bankroll. Euro. Euro, peso, peso. Add, it up. add it up I'm just doing me, everything is on me Oh, you matter what, add it up Man, what it do? This is your boy, West African Floyd, Flizzle, Flizzle, Floyd, hard, y'all. I mean, you know, I got all kind of names, man. I'm back with a, another dope episode. I think this is episode number 77. I'm getting close to 100. You know, I think when I hit 100, I think I might do something special. I might do like a giveaway or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But like, uh, I want to thank everybody that's been sharing, like it. Matter of fact, y'all share, like this podcast. Uh, especially this episode, man. This episode is kind of inspirational. Uh, you know, for a couple months, you know what I'm saying, I was in tune with, like, politics because that was important in the city. But my podcast is, you know, it's catered to everything. You know, we talk about everything. And this story right here that I'm going to talk about, you know, a father and son uh, doing something special, uh, we need more of that. We need more fathers and sons building those type of relationships because what we see going on in the city, you know, we see like, we see a lot of young juveniles, man, you know, just out there acting reckless. So this podcast is, is, is special to me. I've been waiting all week to do this podcast, man. So, you know, as you know, uh, I have Dustin and his son, um, Princeton coming on the show, man. They write books, they write children books and all that, you know, so if y'all got kids and stuff, y'all need to get in tune. Y'all need to tap into what's going on. Like I say, y'all need to share this. And uh we're gonna rock out, man. So let me uh let me introduce my guest, man. What's up? What's up, Mr. Dustin? What's up, Prince Princeton? I keep I don't know why I be pronouncing your name wrong. It's Princeton, right? Is How old you is, bro? What? I say I say I say how old are you? Oh, 13. 13, man. 13 young in the game. How y'all doing? 13. We doing good, man. It's, it's raining real bad where we at, but we doing like real good. We can't complain. Y'all in Central Texas, though, right? Yeah. Central. Hey, you know what? To be honest with you, like, you know, as far as Central Texas, like, from Beaumont to Central Texas, like, the 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 area, you know, the region of Central Texas, man, is dope. Like, the, the mountains and... And all that, you know, Beaumont, we flat. It's number of trees and stuff like that. So yeah. when I get to, I like to go to Central Texas, like Austin and all that. Yeah, we like we like 35, we like 35, 45 minutes away from Austin. So it's good. Y'all in Temple. Like you said, as far as Temple, I remember going to Temple, going through Temple, and it, and it was small. It seemed like it didn't got big now. Thank you, Mungus, man. All sides of Beaumont now. Yeah, because when I went through that one night, I said, damn, like, I forgot which way we came. But I was like, damn, it felt like Temple was bigger than Beaumont. I was like, man, yeah, I like man. so many stores and stuff. I'm like, bro. And everything new. Like, everything new. Everything they building up is like, it's like new. Like, the south town we stay on right now, um, it's like the south side of Temple. And, um, man, you go out there to the west side, and they done built everything up. That's what we yeah, everything like the built in West Temple, but it's nice. Yeah, everything did look brand new when I was I forgot which way we went. Um, but I was like, damn, it was nighttime, and it was like, you know, you got the hills and everything. I was like, damn, man, it's, it's it felt like we were still in Austin for some reason. Yeah, how big it was and stuff. 
I don't know. I, I worked in Austin for a little bit, man. You know, Austin got some big skyscrapers and everything, so that's that's different. Like being out there, like you know, in Houston, <clears throat> you still have a car in Houston. In Austin, yeah. you need like a you need a bicycle. You need a bicycle, or you need an Uber. It's like Austin, kind of like New York. Like yeah, you don't even ain't no point in having a car. Right? Yeah, like, a lot of people want a car. Yeah, a lot of people in Austin, they like to ride bikes and stuff, man, especially downtown, man. It, it, it do be feeling like New York out there. Yeah, ain't, ain't nowhere to park. You might as well just hang it up. Yeah, man. I was when I, I was down there like a couple months ago, man, and I was like, God damn, downtown? We just forgot what restaurant. We went to some Brazilian bistro thing or something like that, but it was, it was dope, though. Yeah, it's real nice, man. Like a, a lot of Teslas out there, a lot of tech people. We go out there. Oh, yeah. Nine, they, just built, they just built that Tesla. So man, explain, explain, uh, explain what you do, Dustin and Princess, and explain what you got going on, man. We gonna get into the book writing and everything, but um, you know, explain, uh, explain what y'all got going on, man. Let the people know who y'all are. Oh man, so why don't you go first? Uh, nothing much going on. Just you know, just trying to figure Hey, man, you sound like a big deal out here, man. You can't say that much, man. You sound like I mean, a big deal. No, like, with in interviews and a lot of people were asking questions. And, like, I don't know. We just went to this one, um, like, meeting. Like, it was, like, a lot of kids that was talking to me. And that's the only, I mean, that's the reason interview we just went to. So. Yeah, that was his first, um, his first um, motivational speaker. Yeah. Um, oh, so you're doing a motivational speaking, too. Was, it was like, like the place had stations and like it had all types of books and activities to do. It was like a big field, like a whole trail going around. So man, how 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 does your uh your friends at school treat you? I mean, you writing books, you doing motivational speaking and stuff like that. Oh, uh, not not any different. Not any the girl, different. the girl, how the girls? I know the girls is going crazy. <laughs> My man writing books, he probably writing poetry and all that, man. Yeah, but we cut that short quick. Out of he he, he out probably got his homeboys asking them to write stuff for him and everything. Yeah, man, but you know, you gotta be, you gotta be there. You gotta like really be, be there for him, man. And you know, I've been his age before. He ain't been mine, so like I try to navigate him. You know. I, I'm still, I'm kind of like still the cool parent, but you know, uh -huh. I'm phasing out. You know, it gets to the age, you start phasing out. But you know, I try to um kind of like guide him the best way I can. If you For give sure. him the wisdom now, then you know he gonna be able to like maneuver and operate. Okay, my my can folk John Arbery says shout out to Dustin, salute to Dustin. Okay, Appreciate you. Tisha, Tisha Renee, love it, cousin. That's your cousin. Yeah, that's my cousin. Okay, all right, tap in. Hey, so shout out to Tisha, man. She supports the kickback clothing. Uh, salute to you, man. She been she bought a few shirts, man. That's nothing but love. Yeah, man. She always support. She always support. I mean, anything, anything I do, man. She always support. Her and uh, Tisha. So I love them both. They twins. Mm hmm Man, I didn't know that if that was a older sister or what. Man, they 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 twins. Man, is 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 them, and then they got they. They had their brother Mom, but he passed, and then it's Red and um and Marcus. Yeah. Okay. Felicia Clark said, "Oh, I had 06. What's that?" 
That's, I have a dream program. I have a dream program. Oh, jeez. Talking about 06. Keep going way back in the days, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, man, what inspired y'all? What, how, how did the concept of writing books, how did that come about with y'all, too? Um, like, I was just thinking about the things I went through in the past, and I just want to show kids how they could dodge some obstacles in the future. It's like, and a book is like, it's a self help book for kids in need. Mm -hmm. Like hood or murderers, killers, gangs. Like the only way they can be successful in life is either killing or selling dope. So, you know. so, 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 hey, Princeton, how, how, I mean, kids 13, man, you know, like they, they not mature on that level. Your dad, your dad been kicking that knowledge. I mean, I mean, how, how do you come about this, man? I mean, like I said, as far as 13, a lot of kids just want to turn up. Well, I mean, I'll turn up later after I'm done being successful and after I got everything ready. That's the best choice hey, for me. That's the how that make you feel, man. You know, a lot of kids out there want to want to hop on the uh the video games and want to chill inside, man. Your son, I mean, the maturity level is crazy. I, I think because you know what I'm saying to be honest, I think in the beginning I failed as a father. You know what I'm saying if I didn't if I didn't fail as as a father in the beginning, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. We wouldn't be even having a book. So you know, mm -hmm. I, I take that on my shoulder and realize, yeah, I did mess up in the early life. You know I'm saying because if I'm if I'm if I'm growing up as a street individual, and then my son growing up as a street individual, then I failed somewhere, Thanks. right? Yeah. So yeah. the failures that I made as a father, um, I just try to fix them, right, and kind of put them on on game and kind of show them like, nah, don't do that, do this, and then we we. I'm his father, but we ain't that far apart in age, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm able to like still remember what I was doing at that age and um, mm -hmm. how I was maneuvering and stuff like that. And then like he listened to me because he still think I'm cool, right? So yeah. since he still got that respect and still think his daddy cool and stuff like that, he's able to like listen and be like, okay, all right, let me do this and I do that because <clears throat> you can tell him you can tell him the stove hot, right? Yeah. Okay, the, the stove hot, but eventually they're gonna touch it. Like, my daddy told me the stove was hot. And that's all you really can do. You know what I'm saying? And once he start doing what I tell him to do and start seeing success in it, it's one thing to, to listen to your parents, but you don't see no success in it. Like, you don't see nothing yep. in it. And once yeah. you, you, don't, you don't see it, you you know, oh, man, I'll go listen to old buddy over here. I'll go listen to yeah. old boy over here. But once yep. they start seeing, like, first he sees my success. Then he sees the success that I tell him because it's growth. You know what I'm saying? He, he still remember. When I was running wild and stuff like that, he still remembers that, right? Mm -hmm. So now he sees like my evolution. He's following along, right? Mm -hmm. We we get the house built as we speak. He's able to see that. You know what I'm saying? He remember me not having a spot. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So he he sees that, and then he's like, okay, and whatever steps, any steps you take, your kids want to run past them, not walk past them. So whatever footprints you put in the sand, they want to run past them footprints. Yeah, so, facts. Preston, my um, big bro Terry said we need more fathers involved in the sons, uh, like you are. And and want to and I want to piggyback off what you said. When I uh, when I graduated college in like 2016, me walking the stage, I I want to walk the stage so my son can see that, so he can see, you know, what I'm saying the accomplishment I made because me going to college and doing all that, it was just a better the situation of my family. Financial wise, yeah, 
And um, I just wanted my son to see, you know, me walking that stage or what. That was my main purpose, to be honest with you. Because, you know, like I said, uh, just growing up in Beaumont and hanging out on the block and and being blessed not to get incarcerated and, and, and all that type of stuff, you know, I was able to, I'm not saying, you know, uh, you can't go to school after being incarcerated, but, you know, as far as, you know, certain situations keep us back. And uh, I just wanted him to see that and wanted him to uh, know that, look, man, you can do it. Your dad did it. So, you know, it's not impossible and stuff like that. Yeah, we got to change the trajectory, man. Uh, when yeah, thanks. When I was younger, man, I thought jail was like um, graduation, right? I wouldn't worry about yeah. graduating high school. I wanted to go to jail. I yeah, because we seen a lot. A lot of our homies went to jail and came back, and it was like it was nothing. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a, cel a celebratory moment. You know I'm yeah. Like, okay, you finally made it. You finally a man now, right? Yeah, because you go to jail and it'd be like your homeboys and uh, anyway. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's like a family reunion. It's like mm -hmm. a family reunion. So, um, I think it's important. Not like we kind of change that trajectory, right? What I'm doing right now, like my son got more money up in his checking account than I have in my checking account. Right, mm, and I yeah. think going and changing the trajectory for for him and his generation that's coming up after him is like very important, and then we can like break that cycle, right? Because what I'm doing is it's changing like my family forever. Mm -hmm. I'm saying like we really we just want to be not everybody, right? With my immediate family, we just want to be gangsters, right? Yeah, so now we start to transition out of there, and he's starting to see it as well because i was setting him up for destruction that's how the book come along right mm -hmm. able to see he's able to be around me when i was failing him as a father he's able to be around me while i'm doing right by him as a father so he's able to sit back and have a perspective of both sides and then feel the, the sympathy for the people that's going through it to put it out so by me just trying to like continue to change the trajectory and instill it up in his mind then you know that's the father he gonna go. Yeah. What I mean, uh hey Princeton, you play like you play like what three, four different sports, huh? Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, like what all you play? Football, basketball, track, and soccer. Oh yeah, yeah Skateboard. Oh, not skateboard. That skateboard too. Okay. And write books. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. What's your goal? Like like get past high school what's your goal right now what, what you trying to do um what i really want to do is like you talk about like in the future mm -hmm. yeah oh what i want to do is get into lsu and like okay. play a professional sport what which one um, i say football 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 what what position though um i want to i want to try for my receiver Wide receiver. What about writing books? You gonna continue doing that? Um, yeah, for sure. So what? What is what? What's the name of the book that y'all got out right now? Learning to fly without wings. So so how so how did this book come about? Like, uh, if somebody wants to get it for their kid, what what kind of book is this? It's like a self help book for kids, indeed. And like what? it could it could teach people. It can teach people how to be successful in life too. Like, say you in like in a good position, it can still help you out to be successful in life. Are y'all trying to? Are y'all trying? Are these books in schools yet? 
I mean, we got, they got some in school. We just got, it's all about networking and just finding mm -hmm. people that be open to um, put in the school. I just not talked to Barnes and Nobles. Well, Barnes and Nobles reached out the other day and they mm -hmm. want to do like a, um, a book signing with them. And we're trying to figure out how to get up in Barnes and Nobles right now. But it's just about people having them connections to put it all together. But like I said, it's, it's pretty much like a, a self-help book for like at-risk preteens. I'm gonna see. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can talk to the counselor at Willie Ray Smith and see if yeah. she can uh, try to get uh, this book um, at that school and stuff like that. I, I, I haven't got the book. I'm. I'm. I'm you, we talked about that. We get the book pretty soon. But man, you know, just hearing about the book, I think it's a story that you know a lot of kids out here in, um, in Beaumont uh, can definitely benefit from this book. Uh, also, so was as far as the book, was it hard writing this book? Not at all, no. Because all I really had to do was like just think. It's all just like just think. The hardest part to me was was the grammar. That was the hardest part. The grammar, yeah, I feel you on that. That probably would have been. I probably would have had so many errors and stuff in writing a book. Uh, what about what about I know a lot of people that want to write a book. But they don't know the first step in writing a book. What's the? What do you think? Like the if somebody wanted to write a book, what would you tell them? How would they go about doing that? You gotta you gotta make sure that you want to do it. Like put your mind to it. Like that you want to do it. You can't just say I want to write a book and just don't don't do the stuff you need. Don't think about it. Don't say, hey, what's this book gonna be about? Do they need to? Uh, do do y'all do you need to like contact somebody if you want to do a book to help you out like what is that yeah what 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 we did like he sit up here like i talked to him about like not chasing dreams capture dreams right so um all you gotta do is just do it right you have a, a thought so just do it so um he wrote he wrote it down sketched it like well, we gotta work together and like formulate it and once we once he came to me with the ideas and everything and we kind of structure it up mm -hmm. um then I started going through the grammar and everything like that. And then I just researched. Um, if anybody wants to write a book, I think the easiest way to do it, which is fairly easy to us, is just do it through Amazon. Um, mm -hmm. You can go to KDP. Um, I think it's like Amazon, KDP.com. And it kind of okay. like, it has like a little template for however, whatever you need to do to get the book out. It got to be a minimum of like 12 pages or what have you, like a minimum. I think it's like certain certain type of words, but I just followed the formula. How many how many pages is the book y'all have? I think it's like fifteen. I think it's like fifteen pages all together. And mm -hmm. I think that's good. Um some of the some of the adults that I give the book to like that's it. I like if you really sit down with your kid and tell them to read the book, by the tenth page, they don't even want to read no more. That's like, all right, that's cool. So no doubt. Put, um, put some illustrations and artwork in there to kind of capture them and put like some a list of goals. We got some goal sheets in there. Form, uh, kind of just keep them interested up in the book. We ain't want to make it too long for them. We just want to get something that they'll be interested. They cap capture their attention, and then that they keep going back to like, oh, I remember they talked about this in the book. Let me go look back into it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like you know, kids like the attention span is definitely you know you got like a forty page book, man. That's gonna be yeah. They ain't gonna read all that. Yeah, they're not gonna read all that. So as, far as, so as far as so as far as books y'all have out, are y'all planning on writing another book? 
Um, I think the I think the next the next books. Um, I think I'm gonna do my own personal one, and I think he's gonna do his own personal one. I think we just all um, came together as a team, and I think it's important for us to come together as a team for for this one. And I think it was therapeutic more so than anything. Like I think this was a real therapeutic thing. Like it it allowed me to look in the mirror mm-hmm. and, and um, see see all my flaws. Like I, we done did this a couple of times. So um, in the beginning, like we go to the radio station and interviews, and I hear him talk, and I have like, like I had to hide my face. Right? Yeah. Cause you know, shame. Nobody want to be shamed, but you know, you just gotta sit up there and accept it. And then writing the book was kind of like hard too, cause you had to be like, dang, like I'm really, I'm really messing up. You know what I'm saying? And then when he started talking in the interviews and expressing how he really felt, I think it was on the radio station one time. I told the lady, I said, hey, I don't want to talk no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you think this book uh, brought y'all closer, brought the bond closer between y'all two? What you say? I say I say yeah too. Like I like it's really it's it's therapeutic, man. Cause you you never really know. You never really know. And then I, I never I never was taught taught how to be a good father. Like nobody mm-hmm. I didn't really have no good father. I mean, let me take that back. I had mentors in my life, right? But mm-hmm. um at that time I was already hard headed and stuff yep. and not my ideals of like great men wasn't what they was representing. Right, they was great men, but you know, I'm surrounded by womanizers and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wasn't really listening, listening to them, and I ain't have my own biological father or what have you. So, it's kind of hard. Like I said, my great grandma raised me, so um, I ain't really have like the step. That ain't no excuse, but um, you know, now that now that I went through the book and was able to understand things, I'm like, okay. So the book that you so the book that you, you plan on writing for yourself, I mean for the public, what kind of book is that gonna be? Man, I think man, I don't really know. Like I really I know just how I feel. I feel like mm-hmm. us growing up in poverty, and I don't wanna just say black people, right? But just people like up in up mm-hmm. in poverty, right? I feel like we've been lied to, we've been bamboozled, and we were set up for destruction. Everything that I thought a man was or everything I thought I was supposed to be, the only way that I'd be able to function like that is in the hood or in prison. Yeah. Like I work at a corporate job right now and all of the head people at that corporate job, there was the people that was collecting Pokemon cards, uh, they were stealing their lunch money, giving mm-hmm. them squirrelies, right? All of it, the ones that was like socially awkward, but they, they run that company that I work for, right? Yeah. So instead of being an alpha dog, I was a sheep. So it's kind of confusing being up in that situation. So I want to just kind of write a book to help people like my age to kind of figure out um, how to kind of have that second chance in life to be be successful. Like, hey, look, I know we feel like we're supposed to do this, and I know we're supposed to feel like we're supposed to do that, right? But let's kind of like dig deep and understand the psychology of how we became the people that we are and start turning them gears and changing it to get us on a new trajectory in life. Yeah, you know, like like you said, as far as working up for those companies and stuff like that, like we like a lot of people don't understand, like it'd be those people that like socially awkward or whatever that was in school that have these type of businesses and stuff like that. I'll be trying to teach education, man. To me, education is important. I'm not saying you got to go to college to be successful, but I'm just saying as far as like, you know, understanding and having that education, uh 
you know what I'm saying, to, to do whatever you want, you know, and, and fulfill your dreams, man. And you got to understand, I mean, you look at like Bill Gates and you look at, uh, I forgot the guy who uh, owns Facebook and these weren't, yeah, these weren't the popular kids in school, man. They was just, they just stayed true to who they was, man. And now they just, you know, they how they are. So yeah, that's what the wings stand for. Like learning to fly without wings is like learning to fly without, um, the knowledge, like the wings is the knowledge. Um, it's the mm -hmm. opportunity, right? It's, it's all of them things to put you in a position where you, where you can fly. Right. Mm -hmm. So learning how to fly without wings is like learning how to fly without the opportunity and the knowledge that they instill, they instill in you, right? When you, when you young. So, um, these kids now, they, they have the opportunity to do whatever they want. And like, it's kind of like our generation that's kind of like, messed up because you know we behind the ball i tell my son like we was kind of like the last ones with kind of like that excuse you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. the generation of like being aggressive and thinking thinking everything wrong Every, the way i thought i thought pattern and everything is wrong so i yeah. want to kind of kind of fix that but like his generation they got it all it, it's all there accessible to him i didn't learn about finances and but like now he can break down the budget but what I did learn um, by me working for this company and as I got older and um, me being married, like they teach that stuff in private schools. They teach you about budgeting. They teach you they about finances, right? And yep. um, when I was doing the research on the book that I'm about to currently write, I sat down and I talked to people that they went to all private schools because I want to know how they got in them positions that they are in. I know how we're in the positions that we in, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to find like them gems from them and kind of spread it up in the book and that's what they like, they learned about finances when they was young they had opportunities to go to different schools and um they had a a bigger outlook than what yeah we had. like we just had the projects yeah you know what not to cut you off but i and it's something so small i remember because I, I i played so you say soccer you play soccer i play soccer that's my favorite sport and i was like the only black kid in the north end i family was playing soccer but a lot of kids that I, I played with, they went to private school. They went to Kelly and uh, St. Anthony's and stuff like that. And I remember we was at a tournament and one of my uh, teammates, his sister was doing homework. And I was like, what, what, what you doing? She's like, I'm doing homework. She was doing Roman numerals, like in the hundreds, like 80, 90, 100 and all that. And I remember like, I was like, damn, we ain't never learned that in school. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking like, we never learned our Roman numerals. I think I was like maybe like 14, 15. And she was like maybe seven or eight. And I was thinking like, damn, they they doing Roman numerals. I don't even know my normal Roman, uh, Roman <laughs> numerals and stuff like that. And that just let me know like, dang, they learning that in, in private schools and stuff. So, you know, like, you know, as far as like the education system, yeah, we are lacking behind and stuff. So, uh you know, and these 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 private schools cost, man. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, they do. But at the end of the day, like it's set up, it's set up like that. It's capitalism. America is built on capitalism, right? Mm -hmm. you can't be rich unless they have some poor people, right? Mm -hmm. and public schools that they teach you, hey, go to college, go get you a good job, work for 20 years at that job, then yeah. retire. When you about to die, you gonna retire, right? And then yeah. Live off weight. The 1.3 million, 3 million if you if you lucky, 
So like you work your whole life to get this good job and you worked at that job for, for 20 years and then you retire with three million. That's what they teach us. In them private schools, they don't teach them that. And that's what I've been learning since I've been starting doing the research on the book. They're not taught to work a job. They taught to build the jobs. They taught to run the jobs, not to work for them. Like not them. Yeah. They taught to, hey, go be an intern. Learn what mm -hmm. you need to learn, right? And then from there, once the internship, don't start. These kids don't start at entry level positions. You know what I'm saying yep. they, they start to like mid and high level positions because they have the network. Mm -hmm. They have the network to get up in these positions, right? So yep. once I started like doing the research and figuring out, I was like, oh yeah, we being bamboozled. Yeah, you know what I. I went to school for um, process operating, and I told my cut first. I was trying to go for. Um, nursing. I wanted to be an RN. I wanted to be in uh, yeah. cancer oncology or whatever. I wanted to deal with that hospice. I know that's a tough job because you know people die and stuff. Yeah. But with my grandma, when she died, you know, what I'm saying I wasn't there when she died. I felt a certain way, so I wanted to get into cancer and nursing and all that and do hospice because a lot of people, when they pass away, they 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 be, they be by themselves and stuff. So I kind of wanted to fill that void since I wasn't there for my grandma. I wanted to be there for other people. But long story short, I couldn't do the clinicals. The clinicals was all day. I'm working and all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But uh, as far as like operations, my cousin told me, he said, man, get you an internship. I didn't think nothing about that. He said, man, get your internship. And I was like, well, you can only get it on your last semester. He said, no, nah, apply right now. Yeah. That way, you know, you'll get into the rhythm and all that. So I ended up trying to end up getting one. I remember I went to class with my uniform on because I had to go to work after. And a lot of people was like, uh, how you got an internship or whatever? They didn't know nothing about it. They wasn't yeah. teaching us that in, in school. Our teachers wasn't even telling us that. You know what I'm saying? It took my cousin, you know what I'm saying, to help me network and, and, and do that, man. And you know, sometimes we gotta look out for each other, man. A lot of people don't want to look out. They, if they get in a certain position, they don't want to want to help out. You know, but it's we gotta capitalism. It's capitalism. Out, man. Listen, I, and I don't. I know they got some. I believe that they got some people that put this and design this for a reason, right? Because mm -hmm. it, it has to be the way it's all like this, right? You can't shine, right, in a room full of light. There's no way you can shine in a room full of light. So there has to be darkness for you to shine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the room has to be darkness for you to shine the brightest you can be, right? So yeah. if you can do better than everybody else, then you feel good, mm -hmm. right? So and yeah. I think for us feeling bad so so long, just feeling like worthless and depreciating and and feeling um less than or inadequate. You know what I'm saying? And I I'm speaking for myself because that's how I felt. Um, certain time. So when I did get money, I want to shine. I want to stunt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where we got that from? Mm -hmm. That's my yeah. thing. Nope. Mm -hmm. Well, that chain. Oh, where you got that chain from? Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. It's my chain. Yeah. <laughs> Man, how you got on that Exxon? You working at Exxon? How you got on? Well, don't worry about it. This for me. Yeah. Right. So that's that's how I be, man. Because you know, if if I bring everybody with me, right, then everybody shine. I'm not that special no more, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can't stun on nobody. I can't shine on nobody. Right? Mm -hmm. Just that mentality 
it's all messed up, man. Like, yeah, that's know, dope. Uh, let me let me let me ask you this: as far as writing a book, how long did it take y'all to write this book, man? Like two weeks. Two weeks. It ain't, it ain't hard to get your pain out if you if you go through the book and you can once you see the book and once you read it, like you you understand he, that came from a place of hurt. Like that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like I had to look in the mirror. I had to look in the mirror. Like dang, you know what I'm saying I had to hear hear him talk. Like it, it, the book goes, and I know you haven't haven't seen it right, but the book, it's three different zones. It's the red zone and the green zone. And the red zone is like how can you help kids? Right, who parents are addicts, who don't send them to school with socks and shoes on, I mean, with socks and drawers on, who don't have food in the house, who's not taking care of them, who's basically letting them go through life on their own, right? The project mm -hmm. bait, food step bait, right? Just trying to figure it out, right? He went mm -hmm. through that, you know what I'm saying? And he's expressing this, oh snap. You know what I'm saying? Like myself, yeah. I, I think highly of myself, right? But I, I was an absentee father. I come around when I got a pocket full of money. I come take them shopping, right? Disrespect mm -hmm. mama. And I dip. You know what I'm saying? Lights might yeah. be off or something like that. I'm not paying no light bill. Lights off in this house. I'm not paying no light bill. I got lights in my house. You come to my house. You know what I'm saying? You only, I ain't paying. I ain't doing that for her. Till they got what you messing with to do something for. Immature. Not yep. wrong. This is my son. So I had to, I had to eat eat them bullets. You know what I'm saying? Now at the time, like when they had lights or, or what now they didn't have lights, I just take them. Right? But then I, he loved his mama. So I'm taking them from his mama while they don't got lights and stuff like that. And I'm bashing her. I was a child too. I was a child trying to be a man. Right, mm -hmm. and he's seeing this. He's thinking like this is the way it's supposed to be, right? So mm -hmm. then I'm teaching him. I'm I'm raising him. I'm raising a young man that's gonna grow up to disrespect and hate women because I'm disrespecting, and I don't hate his mama, but I'm showing him how to hate his mother, right? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm causing resentment and him having issues with. I'm causing it because I'm coming around with solutions and um degrading her. So when he sit down and he wrote the book and he take you through, through the red zone, the yellow zone and everything that he's going through and what what you need to do in these type of situations, he's crying out for help. Right? And I wasn't trying to I wasn't being the father that I needed to be to help him. I'm trying to I'm trying to stunt. I'm trying to pull up on my son and stunt. Because I was young and ignorant. Yeah. Right? So when he wrote the book on how to do it if you're a parent, you can sit down and read the book with your child, and he's like, "Oh, okay, I'm making a mistake. I need to, I need to tighten up, right?" And if your mm -hmm. if your child going through it, it kind of helps them to communicate themselves with the parent, and then kind of teach them what, what to do. Maybe maybe the mama need help, or maybe the daddy need help, or well, both parents might need help. What would you say like the age for this book? Like, you know what I'm saying? The, the demographics between the age of certain, such and such. Um, my opinion, I feel like the book could be for everybody. I feel like everybody could read the book. Wait, hold on. 
Like, uh, like how young you think, uh, like, let's say somebody's rocking right now and they have a kid. Uh, how young you think that kid should be to read that book? Maybe like five, six, seven, eight years old, or uh, I'll say seven, eight, about seven and up. Mm -hmm. So, how does it feel doing um, motivational speaking? Was you nervous when you first did it? Um, I was. I was nervous. I was nervous. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to lie, man. I, at first, when I was growing up, I was shy. I didn't like speaking in front of people. Uh, I didn't I didn't feel comfortable till I took my speech class in college. And um, my teacher was telling me some things to, you know, what she used to help her calm her down and stuff like that. And, and, and it really resonated to me. And now, man, you know, I'm not really shy no more, but throughout my teens and all that, man, I wasn't trying to speak in front of nobody. You know, I was I was laid back in the cut chilling. So, well, uh, do you not, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, no, well, I'm not really shy. I'm, I'm shy when I first meet somebody. That's the only, only reason I'm shy. But other than that, I talk a lot. I hear a lot of people say I talk a lot. Shout out to Auntie Ava. She just dropped the link for the book. If y'all want to get that book, she dropped the link on the on the page right now. I'm showing it for everybody. Learn to fly without wings. Y'all check that out on Amazon. Is it other places other than Amazon we can get that book from? Um, right now we we're about to um by the end the end of next week you can go pick it up at your local Barnes and Um, we're trying to figure something out with them right now, and um. Definitely, we definitely putting it up in Beaumont. That's gonna be one of our markets. I think we might just do it like up in Texas for like right now, and uh, we put it up in like Central Texas and Southeast Texas, and you can go pick it up from your uh, local Barnes and Nobles. Yeah, uh, my boy say he handling it better than I do interviews. That's that's dope, young brother. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You got any other um, motivational speaking coming up and stuff? Uh, I hope so, cause the last one it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. Yeah, they got a couple. They got a couple of people that that rushed out to us. Um, I be selective, cause I don't want nobody just like using my my son, right? Like, for sure. That's big, that's big on me. I don't want nobody using him. So I think some of them be trying to use them for like political gain and stuff like that. So I'm I'm not really into that. Um, so like we kind of be like careful, like who podcasts we get on or who try to invite us to speak and who kind of talk. Mm -hmm. so we want to get get the message out there. We just want to get it out there the, the right way. And I don't want nobody exploiting my child. Yeah, for sure. And I know we chopped it up, man. I I, I really wanted to like get y'all on after I did the politics because it was mm -hmm. all these politicians was hitting me up. And I really wanted to get away from politics, period. So I can start focusing on shows like like this, man, because, you know, a lot of people was thinking like my podcast was just politics, but it was a lot of people councilmen and, and, and people running for mayor that was hitting me up. And I thought that was important for the city because, you know, as far as election, as far as voting and as far as uh, voicing our concerns, we don't we, we don't do that in the voting booth and stuff like that. We like to voice it out to each other like, man, they're not doing this and they're not doing that. But as far as going vote and getting the people in position 
uh, to make that difference, I thought that was important. So I want to just get that out the way first, and then I want to, you know, focus on y'all, man, because I think what y'all doing is dope. Uh, when you plan on writing your next book, Princeton? Uh, hopefully before twenty twenty or it's twenty twenty one. What you talking about? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You mean twenty twenty two? I'm tired. That's why I'm bad. <laughs> hey, is that when y'all first put the book out? Twenty twenty? No, we put the book. The book only been out for a couple of months. Like when I first reached out to you, that's when the um the book came out. So the book only been out for um a couple of months. So. Um, we gonna we just kind of gonna see how how it goes and stuff like that. We got like a lot of people like reaching out to us and stuff like that. But um, you you can't go buy the book. But I tell anybody, man, it's it's really not about. I think it was a, a therapeutic situation with us. So I um I love that about it. But the message, like we just trying to get the message out there to whoever. I think this book. I mean, I think any school out there, right? If you need copies for your school let mm -hmm. us know like we'll we'll donate them to your school we'll donate the books anywhere right we do appreciate um people purchasing but it's not about the um monetary gain that we're getting from it it's really about getting the message out there because i think the book will help a like i said i'm gonna reach out to really ray smith uh i know the counselor there i know the principal there and stuff like that and i'm gonna see if they can get those books over there man because you know uh i think a book like this is important for a lot of kids, man, you know, in our environment, man, they need, we need more motivational uh, type stuff, man, because, you know, I'm not trying to blame the music or whatever, but we, we, we hear a lot of negative music, man. And it's, uh, to be honest with you, some of it is influencing our, our teens to, in you another life. Wrong, man. We have this conversation. We have, you ain't saying that wrong, right? It's cool. It's cool. To listen to NBA Young Boy, it's cool to listen to these other rappers, right? But mm -hmm. when they say cut, you know what I'm saying? It's fun, like it's it's entertaining, right? It's yeah. entertaining. But you go do you go do this and see what happens to you. It's not it's not gonna be like that, right? You need to show them the good and the bad, right? Yeah. I show my son what happens in jail, in prison, mm -hmm. right? I tell him, I tell him stories about what goes on up in, in jail, in prison, right? You got long hair and you you small. Right, I tell them because what happens, and, is and, and and to be honest with you, man, a lot of homeboys, a lot of people don't understand. A lot of homeboys that you hang with when you go to jail, they're not gonna write you no letters, they're not gonna put commissary on your books, man. You really, the only people that's gonna really be there for you is your family if you got family. But other than that, your homeboys is not gonna be putting money on your books or write you letters or send you pictures and stuff like that. And they, a lot of people don't, a lot of these rappers don't don't tell that side, man. And they living in these million dollar homes. You know what I'm saying? They living in these million dollar homes. Man, let me tell you, this somebody used to rap, right? This somebody mm -hmm. used to rap. That's fake. All that stuff is fake, man. Let me tell you about these rappers, man. My old lady got more money than these rappers. This is a fact. You know what I'm saying? All that, that millions and stuff like that. The chains be fake. The cars be leased. You know what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. the, the fake. It's fake, man. I, I, let me tell you. You can't go show me a rapper right now, right? You is they if they big time, that's one thing, right? But a lot of that stuff be fake, man. It's fake yeah. they it's the reason why they all on TV, right? Cause listen, it's a it's a pipe, and I'm I'm getting passionate because I, I have a conversation with him about this all the time. Man, mm -hmm. it's a pipeline from the poverty community to the penitentiary system. 
Facts. It's a pipeline. And all they do doing that pipeline is feed them imagery, feed them music, feed them everything that you can think of to think is okay to keep on going through that pipeline. Because the pipeline is dark. Ain't no light yep. in that pipeline. You think you're supposed to be all this because that's what they're showing you. They let that stuff play on the radio. They let it be all on your Facebook and all on your YouTube and everything like that. Because they train you to be up in their, them positions. Man, that stuff mm-hmm. is fake, man. I, I've been around rappers who didn't have their own car. I've been around rappers that used to sleep on other people's couches, right? You put, yeah. you put a camera phone on some jewelry, it's going to look good. You go to Park Del Mar right now, go get you a bleedy bleed chain. <laughs> yeah. That stuff fake, man. So yeah. I think once, once they sit up here and they glamorize all of this, right, and it, it gives the kids a perspective like, hey, if I want to be successful, if I want to get my family out of this environment, that guy look like me, he talk like me, he act like me, right? And this is what he's do to get some money. So this is what I need to do to get some money, mm-hmm. right? But it's yeah. a setup and it's fake. And I, I say it's fake. And anybody got a problem with me saying it's fake, I can fight. So I know I know it's fake. Right? Yeah. I tell I talk to the, the, the kids. Um and I talk to my son the most, so he know it's fake. When I grew up, right, I used to I used to despise cops, right? Mm-hmm. Where I grew up, um my heroes, I ain't had no heroes. I just had villains that told me to get money. Mm-hmm. And the villains in my eyes that was Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, Wonder Woman, right? And the police come and take all my heroes, right? Yeah. Oh, he's gonna take Superman. He's gonna take Spider Man. He's gonna take every every hero I had. He's gonna take it away, right? I hate you. You took away all my heroes. I, I hate you, mm-hmm. right? And then I go to jail, right? That's my right of passage. I don't went to jail, and I see all my superheroes. Hey, Wonder Woman, how you doing? Right? Mm-hmm. It's okay because I've been conditioned for that. Because ain't nobody pulled me to the side like, hey, look, you can get out the hood like this. Hey, look, you can get out the hood like that. Cause police don't try to be coming connect. Hey, police don't be like, hey man, look, you can be a cop and you can change it, right? Mm-hmm. They don't do that. Firemen don't come. Hey, you come do this. The doctors don't come to the hood. Lawyers don't come yep. to the hood. Marketers don't come to the hood. Process operators, they get money. They don't come to the hood, mm-hmm. right? Ain't nobody coming to yep. this. Yep. Giving these kids another route. Mm-hmm. So that's why you got. That's why I teach my son. Hey, this this what it is. You tell your friends. You tell your homeboys and stuff like that. Don't put yourself up in that position. Yeah. And that's what I like to tell people, too, man. You know what I'm saying? As far as like the hood, like if you want to represent your hood, like represent your hood being an entrepreneur, a doctor, a lawyer. Make your hood proud of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A, a plumber or something like that. Be something like, you know, you don't have to be a gangster to represent your hood, man. You could, I mean, you could represent your hood in a positive way, man. And, and, and a lot of people don't see that, man. And I, that's... That's the main thing I like. I like to see somebody that did good and that's from my neighborhood or something like that. Because like you said, growing up, all we seen was the dope boys riding in lats or uh, Delta 88s with swingers on it. And, and we thought that was, I thought that was dope. I thought that was hard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got the baddest chick in the neighborhood. You mm-hmm. ride you paint, pop a trunk and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, but in, in, in longevity, man, that don't last long. You know what I'm saying? That's that's like a mirage, man. That's only good for a few years because you're going to jail for so many years, and then when you get out, you got to start over. I know but, a lot of boys that went to jail, and you know they changed their life and they starting over. You know what I'm saying? They probably getting a CDL and they doing stuff, and I'm thinking like, dang, man, just think if 
they didn't have to start over. If we didn't have to start over and we did that from scratch from the beginning. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you can get you can get those things. You can get those things. You don't have to like my son, he got Yeezys, he got nice clothes, he got designer clothes, right? He can get them, right? But he got he got two he got his book and he got two businesses, right? Mm -hmm. go, once he get get go get out of school, he go work, right? His own business, he got his own thing that he's doing, right? So you can get them things, somebody just gotta teach you how. It's okay to ride swing, it's okay to pop trunk, it's okay to whatever you wanna have. It's okay to have it. Somebody just gotta teach them how to get it. It's a time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta teach them how to go out there and get it and, and figure it out. Yeah, you just gotta you gotta figure it out, man. Me being an operator, man, I ain't gonna lie. Like a lot of people don't they don't even know like I'm I'm an operator. They might not know because I got like locks and stuff like that yeah. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? If the sun out, I'm riding around with my, my top off with the Jeep and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. I figured a way out. I figured it yeah. out. You just got to figure it out. You just got to be patient, man. You got to be dedicated. I, I I think I posted this on Facebook, man. If you can vision it in your head, man, you can do it. You just got to have the effort. You got to be consistent, man. You got to you just can't give up on it. I man, just, you just got to you gotta go, man. And I tell, I tell people this, right? Um, Cause I'm big on investments and I've been talking to people about investing. I'm like, man, you just gotta do it. Mm -hmm. I don't know about I ain't, I ain't trying to risk my money. You risk your freedom? You risk your freedom? <laughs> yeah. You risk your freedom and your money to get some get some change. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Just risk, risk that money now. Cause you wanna yeah. you wanna get get to that level, man. And I think it's it's so important just to teach these kids like that, hey, anything that you want. You can get it. You can just get it the right way. And I think it's important for people that, that came from a hood, right, to go back to the hood and and figure it out to teach the kids a better way, man. And I talk to a lot of the, the officers or the police chiefs when we do speak engagements or book signings, like, hey, what we can do, man, go to the older heads, go to the OGs and stuff like that, right? Because mm -hmm. the kids ain't going to listen to you. They're going to listen to them. Man, get them in some skills, right? Make one of them a cop. Oh, they got a record. So what? They yeah. gonna cop. They gonna yeah. change the whole trajectory of everything. Now that yeah. OG the cop, but oh man, cops ain't that bad. OG yeah. Tony the cop, right? Now OG yeah. Tony the cop, he helped them out. He understands the neighborhood, right? They gonna listen to him. He pull up, hey man, hey, hey, stop that, man. All right, OG Tony, all right. Okay. Yeah, not not OG Tony. He done moved up out the hood. He living nice. They see OG Tony getting some real money now, right? Oh man, I might I might want to grow up and be a cop. Right? Yeah, well, I might want to grow to be a fighter fighter or whatever, right? <clears throat> we want to sell dope in the hood until we find out process operators get money. But what what happens, right? We how you say it, it'd be too late. We grow up, we go to jail, we come home. It's like, oh, we need to change our life. We need to figure, figure it out. You know how to beat it. We can start from the beginning if you just put some some things in place, right? And um, when I was a kid, they had like King's Church or something. They claimed us. They're gonna give us some candy and stuff like that, but that's that's it. But you need some doctors coming to the hood, you need some lawyers coming to the hood and invest in these kids. You know what I'm saying? Whoever, whatever, what kind of skill you got, show these kids you can get some money. Because all they want is some money, right? They Back, that's take that's all they want. Yeah. It's, it's it's some ways to make some money. You know what I'm saying? They see you pull up in a nice car or like whatever the situation is, they were oh. They go listen. Let's go grab their attention. Mm -hmm. Well, you gotta get their attention first. Once you get that attention, yeah. then it's then it's over. 
Mary Williams says she's a librarian at Dishman Elementary. Hey, Mary, well, um, just reach out to Dustin and Princeton after the show. She says she's a librarian at Dishman. She would love to have him read to our kids. They in Temple. I don't know about reading. Maybe online or something they can read, but you know, as we'll far as the book. Up. We'll pull up. We'll, we'll, we'll figure okay, out. they said they'll pull up. Holler at them, Mary. I know Mary. Mary, cool. And Ava said that she's, uh, what Ava said? Ava said she buying a book and she would like Princeton autograph if the dad's okay with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, um, Hey, when he be a bo he gonna be a bowman for the summer. So <laughs> you know, reach out to him. He okay. Hey, was he, he gonna be in Beaumont for the summer? So you can take that pick, you get the autograph and everything in Princeton. Ava, cool, Princeton. So you know what I'm saying? That's Auntie Ava, man. Ava said that the union plumbers make money. Yeah, I mean plumbing and everything. You know, we don't we don't have too many minority plumbers out there. Yeah, it's a lot. You know, elevator checks get paid a lot of money. Yeah, photographers get paid a, a lot of money. Um, linemen, the people that um, when we had that power outage and the people, the, the linemen checks, whatever they call, they get paid a lot. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, but when people get money, I know the dreaming when I was in Beaumont, you get some money, you go move to West End. You ain't want to mess with us no more. Yeah, let me ask y'all one thing, man. We almost had an hour and stuff like that. I ain't gonna keep y'all on too long. Uh, Princeton, what what's one book that you, that that you like that you read, man? You know what I'm saying. What's one book that that you read that you like? Um, this is one book that we have. What's that? What's that book we got? It's I forgot the name of it, but I like mm -hmm. I read a page every day. Oh, um, I forgot the name of it too. Yeah. But it's basically um. Like it's a, but it teaches you how to be kind and, and nice to each other. Like for example, um, my son had experience with somebody at school, um, that he educated me on, and um, basically the kid was looking at him, and uh, my son took off his shoes and gave it to him simply because um, yeah. he knows the kid's shoes was talking, right? And he know he mm -hmm. can buy him, he can buy him some more shoes, and um, well he helped me to understand this when um how you said that again when we're in the hood and we look at one another we say what you looking at mm -hmm. Fact. My, son helped, my son helped me understand when he sat down and talked to me he's like daddy what they really saying is like do you see me do you see my hurt do you see my pain do you see that i got holes in my socks holes in my drawers do you see that we don't have no lights and no food right they think you see their insecurity and their vulnerability and you judge them that's what they really saying when you're like, what you looking at? They saying, hey, mm -hmm. do you see my hurt? Because if you see my hurt, I got some aggression for you, right? Yeah. So um, I think reading that book helped him get to that point where he did that. Dustin, let me ask you one thing before we get out of here. Man, how does it make you feel, man, with your son doing all these amazing things, man? Like, I mean, from your side, man, how does that make you feel? Man, I feel like... Um, it's, I mean, it's it's good. It's a good and, and bad thing, man, because you got to understand, like, in order for him to go through these amazing things and develop how he developed, you know what I'm saying, it took a progress. So, like, mm -hmm. again, like I keep on saying, like, it made me realize how bad I sucked as a father. Because you want to see the progression, right? You want to see um, coming from one angle to a whole nother angle. Of course, I'm proud. But at the same time, it, it, 
I still feel a little hurt because I like I know I had my son in that situation, right when he didn't have to be. So I think um, you you are you are happy, but then at the same time, like you're you're a little sad too because you're like I I allowed him to be up in there, right? Yeah. So y'all saying like the the only place right now we can find these books is uh, Amazon, right? Yeah, right now is is Amazon. You can find it, and then like I say, by 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 next week, mm-hmm. it'll be definitely up in um Barnes and Noble. I don't know how long it'll be before it'll be up in um Beaumont, but he's going to Beaumont for the summer, so he gonna have like a hundred books with him. So <laughs> just reach out to him, and yeah, pull up. Um, hey, you know what? When he come to Beaumont, let me know so I can get him back so I can let people know he in Beaumont. Yeah, yeah. make that happen. Yeah, I think that that'd be good. Just networking, just networking and um building building his brand and stuff like that. So yeah, because right he he is a brand. He is a brand right now, to be honest with you. Yeah. And like I said, I got that link, I got that link right now. If if y'all want to purchase the book, uh I got the link on the little screen and whatever. Uh, you know what? I really need. Well, Ava, I'm going to try to get the link and, and, and post it on my page so people can click on the Amazon link and then just bang, do it like that. And if you can't, if, I mean, the book only $12, right? But if you can't afford to get the book or if you just want the book, we can send you a copy. Like, we yeah. do that. Denisha Phillips. So on the message. Shout out to you, Denisha Phillips. She said, "Congratulations, young man." Thank you. Thank you. So, so what you got going on this week, Princeton? You got—I mean, you're doing like five different sports. You writing books, man. What you got going on this weekend? This weekend, uh, it's, it's like raining a lot out here. Yeah. Um, only thing I, I'm really thinking of, like, um, I ain't gonna say that loud because, like, it's a secret for the people. That, <laughs> like, in the room. But I was gonna say, like. Mom, mom, I'll to eat um, somewhere. And next Friday, I was gonna take my sister to go watch the new Spirit movie at the theaters. What movie? Spirit. You know that? Um, it's like a girl with a horse. Oh no, it's like a girl movie. But no, okay. Right. I, I am. I am proud of it because he like stuff like that. Like my son got his own money. He don't come ask me for no money. He don't. Yeah, for sure. Right. He buys his own school clothes, everything that he has, he buys it. Right. So when he gonna do stuff like that, that's that's what make make me proud that I don't gotta spend no money on them. Yeah, that's it. That's uh that's a lift off your shoulders, man. Last time I took him out to eat, we went to uh Buffalo Ball Wings. And you know how they got like the spicy, spicy wings? And we yeah. and took him out to go eat over there. And that was I was a fun but bad experience. Like I'm up so five. Let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do they have people um pressuring you to put out another book? Everybody I talk to, everybody I talk to, they be asking me like when the other book coming out, am I gonna make a part two? Yeah. So basically y'all said you know, if if anybody wants to write a book, y'all just went through Amazon, right? Yeah, just go to Amazon. It's real easy, man. Like it's real. Somebody taught taught me when I was younger, man. You can chase your dreams or you can capture them. The best way to capture your dreams is just go out there, just jump off the cliff and go grab them. 
Yeah. The worst thing you're going to do is, is fail. You're not doing it. You're failing anyway. Right? Yeah, you got to try. You got to yeah. try. Man. So I just go out there and, um, and do it, man. And when I was rapping, when I was trying to be like a rap star, um, I noticed the reason like my name started buzzing in Colleen more than more than other people is because mm. I was just putting out the music. Right. I yeah. go to the studio and I record the song and I just put it out and shoot the video. Right. And I just kept mm. being consistent with it. And then I started building the name. So now I'm like, oh, this, this rap stuff costs me too much money. Yeah. A lot of people don't know, man, when you consistent, you kind of outlast like mm -hmm. a lot of people, man. A lot of people tap out, you know, as far as if you're doing something like if you're selling food or something like that, a lot of people kind of tap out, man. If you say consistent and, and you have that effort, uh, I mean, you go outlast the competition, man. I mean, mm -hmm. if you got passion for it, man, you gonna, it's going to work out. Yeah, you just got, that's all it is. You got to find out what you're passionate about. Anything that you're good at, somebody going to pay you to do, right? So if you're doing mm -hmm. something every day, think about it, you're good at it. That's why, that's why you get raises at a job, right? You go to work every day, and you're going to slowly get bigger and bigger, right? But we don't want y'all, if you're watching this, we don't want y'all to do that. We want to find out what you like to do and whatever it is you're doing <laughs> at your job, right? Yeah. You're a process operator right now. The goal is to figure everything out you need to do and start your own company. I don't care if you're processing water on your own time, right? Figure that out. I always say use your job to, you know, uh to supply you know what i'm saying to to promote your future or uh, or use your job you know and stack some money on the side man so you can put it into whatever you love you know what i'm saying yeah. so i know a lot of i know a lot of operators that saved their money and started a, a restaurant or bought some houses rent houses and, and they pulling that and they just, yeah they just catapulted it into that so man you know just use your job so you know what I'm saying to, to 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 promote your dreams, man. So yeah, you got you got to build up the capital. Anything that you want to do, you need some capital for. You got to raise the capital some kind of way. Yep, facts. Um, Denisha, before I let y'all go, Denisha said you install, you instill greatness and a sense of purpose. Great job, Dad, on your encouragement to your son. Uh, use your job to find your next step up for sure. For sure, for sure. So I can't wait to get the book, man. I ain't even gonna lie. I mean, my daughter, she. She about to be six, but I mean, I'm gonna read it to. I'm gonna keep that anyway. I'm gonna read it to yeah, yeah. get old enough to understand it. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be real good. I I have a um a seven year old and like she'll she'll read it a little bit or what have you. And it, it's that's what it's about, man. It's just about the stuff that we've been talking about, right? It covers it covers the book. Like I say, you got three zones in the book. You got the red zone, you got the yellow zone, and you got the green zone. And if the child was in uh, really a broken and damaged home, right? It teaches them, teaches the child how to get from a broken, damaged home to a safe place where they can focus on um, enjoying their life. And they dream. Exactly. It's hard to have dreams and goals when you're up in the red zone. Yeah, man. And like I said, man, I appreciate y'all for coming on the show. Uh, man, like I said, man, it's been a y'all, y'all, a uh, fresh breath out, man, because I was tired of talking about politics. I can't wait to, to to do a show like this, man. And like I said, when you come to Beaumont, let me know when you come to Beaumont, man, so we could do another show. And then, you know, like you said, you're gonna have 100 books on hand, so we got we got to sell them 100 books, yeah, man, yeah. And that's another thing, too, man, 
thing too, man. <clears throat> as far as I go, like it's it's so many ways to 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 make money for for the youth and stuff like that, man. Um, my son, and this is just a little sauce we are gonna give y'all. Like you can go buy the book on Amazon for twelve dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And um, of course, with your percentage of it. Um, but you can also we can also buy the books, right? We can buy the books, and my son. That's how he started formulating his businesses. He has, he does this, and he used this money to formulate his other businesses. But mm-hmm. he buys the books, right? And he goes to the barbershop, the um, the beauty salons, the neighborhoods, right? Hey, how y'all doing? My name, President Afrom. I wrote a, a self help book for at risk kids, right? I got an autographed copy for twenty dollars. If anybody interested, if not, you just get the regular copy for ten dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Boom. You know how I many people buy autographed copies from them? take pictures with them yeah yeah so and then once once they start making their money from that as a parent right they kind of alleviate some of the stress um off of you to provide for your child with the needs that they need but you can start focusing on helping them budget their money learn about finances because what i learned when i started making money at the plant right my whole 20s i messed up my money i Mm -hmm. messed it all up right it wasn't so like i got into like my late 20s it's so like, oh, okay, okay, let me start doing that. And now that he's he, he yeah. started making money at 12, he just not turned 13, but now he started making money at 12. He got time to figure it out, mess it up until he's like 16. So by the time he's 18, he got, he gave he got him four years. Fat. <laughs> yeah, gave him, give him four years to mess it up. <laughs> yeah, you're going to mess up the first couple of bags, but he got a good mind on his shoulder, and they're like, I provide for him and I show him things. Like my son don't gotta go look at LeBron James and be like, I wish LeBron James was my daddy. I wish somebody else was my daddy, right? Because he's seeing he's seeing the progression that I'm making for him and he's able to provide for himself and I'm able to show him, like, hey look, you don't need to buy them easy. Like, hold on, don't buy them, go buy this. Put this mm-hmm. together, let me show you how they work. Or hey, go go take that money there and go invest it up in this and watch how it grow. Right? And then yeah. Once you start building that that self confidence up in them, right? Because a lot of our people they lack that self confidence, right? But once they think you need all this stuff on you to be somebody, but once you start instilling that self confidence up in them, I don't care if you got to start them a clothing line or whatever, right? Make them feel valuable. Once they feel valuable, then they don't have to be a consumer no more. They don't have to have that consumer mindset, right? Yeah. And then he can go, oh, okay, yeah, I don't need them yeast. He's after all, I got some Crocs on. Yeah, and and that, and that's how I am, man. Like it's like with clothing line or with a podcast, man. If if somebody wanna, because me personally, when I do stuff, man, it is it, it, I gotta figure it out the hard way, man. But I still don't care if somebody asks me how they did something, if they want to start something, if they want to know how they do how to do a website. Uh, I still go give them all the help they can, man. Because to be honest with you, you know. It, I want to see people succeed. So if somebody want to start a, a, a clothing line, if they see when I, what I did and they want answers and stuff like that, I, you know, I don't shy away from it. I tell them, you know what I'm saying? What I did, which is mostly Google and research and stuff like that. But you know what I'm saying? We just got to learn to help each other out, man. And I'm glad that you wrote that book to help out other kids, man, because you know, you're not just thinking about yourself. You're thinking about others and, and, to be 13 and be on that type of level, maturity level, man, you know what I'm saying? I wish the best for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I hope you go to LSU. I wish it could have been UT. Think about <laughs> UT, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know? 
bring UT back. You know, we're trying to get back to the glory days and stuff. But, you know, hey, if you want to go to LSU, my brother, that's, you know, hey, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, man. So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him, and I think he's gonna be, he gonna be successful. Um, he got a skateboard line that he has out. People be buying skateboards. So, hold on, you didn't tell me about that, man. You was finna let me end the show without him having a skateboard line. <laughs> yeah, he got a skateboard. Well, all my kids do. Like, I put them up in position. Not all of them got skateboard lines, but um, I'm a photographer. Um, I do logos and um, digital art and photography. So I got my own website. And on my own website, I have a um, a Shopify connected to it, right? Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whatever whatever items they sell on there, like they come up with their own designs and concept, and whatever mm-hmm. they they um design on there, whoever purchased it, that's their allowance. So that way, they got to market it and push it. They sell. He selling skateboards. People buy skateboards and get money from that. My daughter on okay. um, the face mask. She goes to school with her face mask and she sells them and or you can buy them online. She get money from that. My other daughter got the same thing. So it's just just teaching them is, is more than one way to skin the cat. And by him doing the book and being successful and, and having that that ambition up in them, right? And people people want to be cool with him, right? So they're like mm-hmm. they want to skateboard because he skateboard and instead of Facts. going to roomies to go buy the skateboard. He an influencer now. Mm-hmm. So now they go buy yeah. his skateboards. Hey, person, I got the skateboard. Look, I got the skateboard. So that's how I go. Hey, that's dope, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, like I said, man, I'm I'm serious. When you get to Beaumont or whatever, let me know. We can do a recontinue of the show. You know what I'm saying? We can get them books out, man. Because like I like our story. I like the father and son bond because that's important in our community, man. Like as far as you know, the father and son. And to be honest with you, the America like to paint. I think now it's a it's a lot of black fathers that's taking care of their kids, man. They don't want to show that in the, as far as America. But I know a lot of black fathers that's doing their thing, that's stepping up and being responsible, man. And uh, to have y'all on the show as far as the first father and son do that, man. You know, like I said, I'm more I'm humble. I'm I'm honored that y'all came on the show to be honest with you because it's Friday. Y'all could have been doing some other things. Man, you're the biggest thing in the city. Man, we got so yeah, I don't like to think of it like that, man, because you know what I'm saying? I started from the dirt, you know, uh, yeah. I started from the dirt. So, like, to have conversations with people like y'all and stuff like that, man, that's, you know, that that inspires me, man. That, you know, that that's dope for me. That, as far as like having y'all on and have that conversation, yeah, I'm more excited than y'all. I think, I think it's designed that way, though, man. You got to think about it. Like, my story ain't different from nobody else's story. Like I had, I had kids. Um, we struggling. Kids, mama, she she want to get on her feet. What she do? She go get food stamps, go get housing, go get the all that government assistance. They gonna give it to yep. you. Hey, you gonna get yep. whatever you want. All you gotta yep. do is put your baby dad on child support. All right? Okay, that's it right here. Right? Like, she wasn't even yeah. mad at me when she put me on child support. She's like, baby, don't worry about it. We'll be on child support. Right. You got to stay and stuff like that. And then, like, once, once they start saying that, oh, I don't really need a man. The government do everything for us. Right? And then, you know, issues come to play. And then they play the kid against, they use the kid as pawns. And then next thing you know, we're like, man, I'm tired of fighting so hard. Right? I'm just going to pull up and stunt and, and go about my business. You know what I'm saying? And that, I think that's the story of a lot of people, but I think it's designed to set up that. It's way. a story of a lot of people, bro. I ain't gonna lie. It's, 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 I don't know, man. It's like oh, we promote. Chinese. 
It's, it's definitely not easy. I had to pay ten thousand dollars to get custody of my kids. A lot of people don't have that up in the hood, especially like being a father. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying I had to pay ten thousand, right? And yeah. um, like, and like, shout out to my kid's mother. Like, I I love I love her. I respect her. I cherish her. Um, and I I'm grateful that she um allowed me to be a father to our, our children. So I I want to say this: don't take this no no type of way. Like, I love my kid's mother. We was just kids though. Right, we was just kids and, and we didn't know no better. So when you're a kid and you have kids, it's kind of hard to to be a father. So mm-hmm. um, it's a it's a learning process, especially if you never had one. But if you're watching this and you want to be up in your kids' life, man, I think it's it's important to talk to your kids' mother and figure out and work work it out and stuff like that. And I know a lot of fathers this in their child's lives, and, and I don't think they get celebrated enough. I think it get painted as a bad picture because. Majority of the times, that's just the reality of it, right? Because it's so hard to be in your kids' lives. It's so hard yeah. at certain times, man. Especially when the the woman is mad, like it's it's a very hard process to be up in there. Man, it's tough. The government set it up like that too. But you know why that is, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. You know I, I, I think that's one of the toughest things that a man can go through. Man is having problems with his uh, his kids' mother. You know what I'm saying, and 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 trying to be there for your kids, it, it's tough, man. I'm not even gonna lie, it's, it's a tough thing for a black man. Uh, the system's not designed for, to be honest with you, as far as when child support and all that becomes uh, involved and stuff. So, man, uh, I've been having custody of my kids for three years, bro. I still pay child support. Damn, <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, man. It ain't designed for us, man. It is not designed for us, man. That's a that's a whole nother long story, you know. what I'm saying maybe I could get somebody who worked in the child department, child support department, yeah. but it ain't for us, man. And now they need to update they, them, them old laws and regulations they have. They, they got to change that, man. Yeah, we got to get somebody in that office that's going to change that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's back in the sixties. They need to update that, man. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie, my son. Uh, he turned 19 but my last when i finished paying child support man my last note man i swear to god that was like a, it was a, it was one of the best <laughs> i ain't gonna lie no you know, you know, you know, all this money not this no disrespect to my son or his mom but it just felt like you know the system i didn't have to involve the system no more like like get out of my business or whatever now my son, he still hit me up for cash for sure. I got him, but I'm just saying I don't have to have the state involved no more. Yeah, I think that's. I think once, you, man, like you know when you're young, like man, don't put them people in your business, right? Mm-hmm. But I think, like I say, man, it's, it's a pipeline, right? You get the daddy mm-hmm. out of the household, right, and then you yeah. just feed the kids nothing but destruction, right? So they just gonna go down that pipeline because they don't have no daddy to tell them like, hey, you tripping? Yeah. In fact, they locking people up now if you don't pay child support. So yeah, so like you, I'll look at it. You take first of all, you take the date out the home, and then you take all the kids' superheroes away, right? So he don't have no nobody that's gonna tell him like, hey, don't do this, don't do that. All he got is women racing, right? And then yep. he gonna listen to like the music in the videos and all that other stuff, right? And then he just gonna go down the same the same route, right? But I, I'll bring it back to capitalism, right? Yeah, for people to stay rich, they gotta have people poor, right? And the best way to keep people poor is by putting them up in jail, 
So we got to break that system. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? We reached over an hour. I know y'all, man, it's Friday, man. You know what I'm saying? And we're home. <laughs> I appreciate y'all coming on the show, man. This has been an inspirational, inspiring show, man. Princeton, man, I'm, I'm I'm honored to meet you, brother, man. As far as being 13, I remember when I was 13, man, I was out there. I wanted to be, I wanted to bang the, the hood so bad. You know, I was just on some other stuff, man. And, and to see you writing books and, and, and and doing sports and stuff like that and doing motivational speaking, man. I salute to you, man. I wish the best for you. And uh man, man, that's a proud moment. That's a proud thing, man. I know your dad proud of you, man. So uh keep doing your thing. And like I said, uh I'm gonna go on Amazon, I'm gonna get the link to y'all book and I'm gonna um I'm gonna share the link. But like I said, this 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 podcast is gonna be it's on YouTube, it's on Facebook Live. Um it's going to be on iTunes and Spotify and iHeart and all that type of stuff, man. So, like I said, man, I appreciate y'all for coming on and being on the show, bro. Man, we appreciate you for having us, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Hey, Dustin, I'm going to let y'all know when I when I get the book, man. I'm going to hit your inbox. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure, for sure. Hey, y'all be safe, man. Salute to y'all, man. Like I said, I'm going to share and tag that. And when you come to Beaumont, let me know what's good. All right, bet, bet. All right, man. Y'all be safe. Why you too? So look, man, that was that was a dope show. You missed the whole show. You came on late or whatever. You missed you missed the whole show. You missed the show. But anyway, that was a dope show, man. Father and son, Dustin and Princeton writing children's book, man. You know what I'm saying? And that was a great father and son um bond too, man. Hey. Dads out there, y'all need to start getting involved in y'all kids' life. I know a lot of dads that are involved in their kids' life, but some of these kids out here, especially in Beaumont, that's committing these crimes and is doing all this uh, stuff out there, man, the fathers is not in their home, man. And I think as far as a black man or a white man, whoever it is, if you have a kid, man, be involved in your kids' life. I don't care if you're having issues with the baby mom or whatever, bro. Stay involved in your kid's life, you know, because they didn't ask to be here. All right. They did not ask to be here. So, like I said, man, I I, I salute the relationship they had, they have going on. Um, Justin even acknowledged the fact that when he was growing up, you know what I'm saying, as far as being a father figure, he wasn't there, but now he's there. His son is writing books involved in sports. I'm proud. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even go lie. I know he proud. You know what I'm saying? That I, I thought he was gonna shed a tear when I asked him how proud he was or whatever. I'm proud of her and stuff like that. But she only uh, five years old. She only five years old, and I'm proud of her <laughs> and stuff like that. So, man, be involved in your kid's life. Like I said, let me drop this link. I'm gonna drop the link on my page if y'all want to get this book for your kids. I'm gonna shout out to uh, uh, Really Ray Smith. I'm a holler at Mary Williams, who has, she's a librarian at, uh, I think she said Dishman or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, she's a librarian at Dishman Elementary. So I'm going to reach out to her. We're going to try to get these books out, man, because like I said, for a 13-year-old to write an inspirational book like that, 13? That's fire, man, for a 13-year-old, man. I hope that, I hope the young son 
the young king do whatever he want. He want to go to LSU. I hope he go to University of Texas or something like that. Shout out to UT. Um, but whatever he wants to do, man, I hope that man is successful. Uh, but man, like I said, this is a dope show. This is a great show. And like I said, the show is on YouTube. It's going to be on iTunes. No, not iTunes. It's going to be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast. Uh, it's going to be on anything you can listen to podcasts on or whatever. So like I said, man, shout out to Dustin, Princeton, holding it down, father and son. And they got more books coming out and stuff like that. So, man, we finna get out of here. Uh, <laughs> we finna get out of here. I'm finna find me something to eat. Uh, I got a couple more shows going on. I don't know how to pronounce my boy's name, but he got he he got his own like uh, hair growth hair product line, man. I can't wait to chop it up with him because he be getting spicy on Facebook. He be letting y'all know, man. I like the I, I, I like the vibe. He said he gonna be sipping something. You know what I'm saying? I love to have me a little cup of something. So he gonna be sipping something. I got Roy West coming on the show. He's running for mayor. Uh, I think I got my girl, Mike. She might come on the show next week. We're going to be talking about mental health. I'm going to tap into her, see if we can do something about mental health next week because mental health is very important, man. Love yourself. Take care of yourself. Eat healthy, which I do not. I don't eat healthy, but I need to start. But eat healthy, man, and just love who you are. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to do that. What, what are you doing? What you doing? What, what are you trying to do? What, what are you doing? Hmm? Mm. I'm hungry. So we finna get out of here, man. I'm finna, she finna fix me. You gonna fix me something to eat? Oh, look, Granny said something. Look, Granny said, Granny just, you wanna call Granny after the show? Mm. Granny just said, uh, bye, baby. Granny just wrote something to you. She said she wants you to call her. You gonna call her? She's seen you a cactus. You want to call Granny? Okay, we will call Granny or whatever. But like I mean, man, look, y'all have a good, great weekend. Happy Memorial Day to y'all. We finna chill. We finna vibe. We finna watch some movies. We finna call Granny. And um, like I said, man, this was a dope show, man. This was a real dope show. I love this show. This is a great show. I ain't gonna lie. Father and son, I'm doing anything. Shout out to the, my boy Dustin. Uh Shout out to the young homie Princeton. And we finna buy, we finna buy up out of here, man. So you go tell him bye. You gonna say bye? Mm. No. Okay. She ain't gonna say bye, but I'm gonna say bye. Y'all be safe out there, man. Salute. Y'all be positive. If y'all got goals, do not let other people's opinion knock y'all goals, man. You know what I'm saying? People's opinions have ruined a lot of people's goals. Do not let somebody's opinion ruin your goal on whatever you want to do. That's what I'm that's all I'm gonna say. Do your thing. Do not let their opinion knock you, bro. All right. If they're not successful, if if look at the listen to peep out the people who you're taking the opinion from. All right. If they ain't successful in whatever they're doing, if they ain't like no millionaire, if they ain't doing anything, do not. I'm not don't look. Just follow your heart, bro. That's all I got to say. So we finna get out of here. Mm -hmm. I finna make another Moscow Mule. We finna watch the Mickey Mouse Club. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Get off my show. Hey, get off my show. Get off my podcast show. Can you get off my podcast? Why you got to come on my podcast show every time I got a podcast show? Why every time I got a podcast show, you want to come on? Okay? You're not the star. You're not the star. All right, we finna get out of here, man. We gotta go, okay? Can you say bye? Can you can you say one word? Can you say one word before you go? Can you say bye? Can you say bye? <laughs> bye, y'all.